Welcome to Mythic, a podcast where we explore meaningful living through the power of myth. I'm your host, Boston Blake. Hello, and welcome to this special bonus episode of Mythic. Part of what makes a tale a myth and not just any story is its resilience to time. Its shape may change, but the essence remains recognizable and resonant across years, generations, even millennia. By the time I was 11 years old, myths were already an indispensable part of my world. But they mean something different to me now. Today, the Odyssey reflects my midlife journey as I strive to reconnect with my own soul. But as a child, I was just riveted by Odysseus outwitting the Cyclops Polyphemus and disappointed in his hubris as he rubbed proverbial salt in the giant's blinded eye. My interview today is with my friend Marcus Polson. Marcus is just a little older than I was when I started reading books on mythology. These stories bridge a generational gap, and our love for them gives us a common language for discussion about life and the world and the people around us. What Clash of the Titans was to me, Percy Jackson is to him. During the pandemic, we both played our share of video games, including Supergiant's awesome game Hades. Listening to Marcus talk about these stories, these heroes and gods, reminds me why I fell in love with them in the first place. It wasn't because they provide a context for understanding the human condition, although of course they do, but they're also just hella fun adventure stories. A quick note before I transition into the interview, the sound quality here has some issues. We recorded it when I was still getting my audio set up at the beginning of this podcasting project, but I think this conversation is more than worth the sound challenges. Now, here's Marcus Polson on Mythology. Marcus, what grade are you in now? Fifth grade. What grade were you in when you read your first mythology story? I'd like to say second or third grade. And did you read the myth or the mythology for class or did you find it? A friend recommended it to me. Was that Percy Jackson? Yeah, that was Percy Jackson. So you're in second or third grade, and you started reading Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief. Yes. And how many of those books have you read since then? All of them, including the side series 21. 21 books? More or less, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so I guess you liked it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in all of those books, what made you want to keep reading? How did you go from, oh, I'll just read this to reading and knowing so much about mythology? The books were really fast paced, which I like, and they were really intriguing and they got better and better as writing did. One thing I found interesting was all the legends and tales, all the heroes are sons of Zeus normally, but Rick Riordan he made the main character a son of Poseidon, which I found interesting because all the great heroes and everything, like I said, in the stories were normally sons of Zeus. 
So this is something a little bit different due to the character and mythology that Percy is an allusion to? Yes. In the story, he was named that because Perseus is the only hero that didn't die horribly. And so his mother hoped he would inherit Perseus's luck. Ah, I didn't know that. I'm still at the very beginning. I haven't finished The Lightning Thief yet, so I've got a lot of catching up. You have a lot of reading to do. There's, like I said, a lot of books. Yep, I have a lot of reading to do. It's true. They are fun books. They are. What about the myths that are inside of the books? Are there monsters or heroes or characters or gods that Uh, are cool to you? The gods, you don't get to see all that often in the books, but one good thing that I really like about Rick Riordan's writing mm-hmm. is how he how he captures the the characters. He does a really good job of making characters. What's an example of that? What do you think is a character that he does really well? Or- I think he captures what they would actually be like what a normal kind of teenager that person's age is while still being able to make good story and good jokes and all that kind of thing. These characters, these are, they're written like people that you could know. Yeah, they're a bit exaggerated being sons and daughters of gods. So their characters can be a bit exaggerated, but it makes sense because they're demigods, so they have strong personalities. Goes with the territory. Yeah. Character friendships and relationships and that kind of thing. He does those really well. One I found interesting was the Percy Jackson series with the relationship between him and his father. Because obviously, first of all, his father's a god, and second of all, he never really met his father until he was 12 or 13-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the book, but when he starts learning about all the gods and that kind of thing. I found that interesting because he never knew his dad and he found out that his dad was a god. And and I thought Rick Riordan did that really well. Yeah, that's got to be a surprise. Oh, by the way, your dad's a god. You read these books quite a while ago. I'm constantly seeing new mythology books popping up around your house. You went through the Trials of Apollo. Mm-hmm. You went through... What's the recent one, Cain? The Cain Chronicles. That's a side series on Egyptian mythology. What do you think about that? That was really good. It's interesting because it takes concepts we know uh, little about and uh, makes them into this really detailed, really interesting story. It was about the Egyptians, who obviously they lived thousands and thousands of years ago. And we don't know all that much about them. And it's based around Egyptian magicians who would harness the powers of gods at times, supposedly, to do things and help the civilization. And all the runes and, and things they use in the story is actually based off of real relics and things found by archaeologists. So you're actually getting a history and an archaeology lesson while you read these books. Yeah, the 
Egyptian history as well. So you're getting all that. Is there something besides what you've already said that makes it really different from the Percy Jackson books? First of all, they're very different mythologies in some ways. In the uh, Egyptian mythology, it's not quite as organized. In Greek mythology, it's one pantheon of gods, 12 gods, and each god has their own big force. In Egyptian mythology, it's less so. There is like some groups of major gods, but there's a bunch of other gods. It's more complicated in in some ways. So it's a little more, I guess the word that's coming to mind is abstract. It's not as simple as the god of thunder or the goddess of love. Do you think reading mythology or understanding it, do you think it's useful? There's a lot of symbolism in there. Mm -hmm. Not that we're going to honor the Greek gods today or anything, but there's a lot of things within the mythology that are interesting and important concepts. One example would be like the concept of Aphrodite, like the different types of love. It was like seven or something. I forget exactly. That's a concept I heard about. And I know more recently that the thing that we've been, the mythology we've been seeing together is the Hades video game. Yes, which is a game on Steam. Hades, tell me more about the mythology because what Rick Riordan did is he modernized mythology, but Hades did less of that. All the gods and heroes are based on how the Greeks imagined them and showed them. The Hades video game is set in the ancient Greek underworld. And the Percy Jackson books are modernized Greek mythology. That's a cool distinction. Do the gods seem, do they seem consistent to you from Percy Jackson to Hades or do they seem like different characters? Their major traits and how they act is pretty similar, but they're, they do change. They do they, change? They change over the ages and how their domain is supposedly in Rick Riordan. And do you think you want to read more mythology in the future, even if it's not Rick Riordan, or do you think I wa- I would like to read more mythology, whether it's Rick Riordan or not, probably. Okay. But I, I would like to read more Rick Riordan when that, <laughs> whenever that next comes out. <laughs> uh, I would be interested in looking into other forms of learning about mythology. Have you watched any mythology movies? Not that I can remember, but I've seen or heard of some that are, but they're not like really old. Yeah, so- your, your dad and I tried to show you Clash of the Titans and it didn't quite speak to you. Yes. Yes. Did you see the Disney Hercules? I think I saw part of that at one point. Mm. I don't really remember it though. But I do find mythology very interesting because it's like how the uh, ancient Greeks imagined how things work. Like why the sea exists or why the sky does what it does. Oh, what happens after death? They used it to answer questions, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. their own 
reality based. I think that we still do that today. We make up stories about how things work. We just have more information, yeah, more scientific information to make up those stories. Yes. But they keep changing. But it is interesting to see what they thought thousands of years ago, how, what they thought about the world's workings. It is interesting, isn't it? Why do you think we still tell those same stories? Why do you think they've survived all these thousands of years? Probably because people found them interesting, because whole civilizations were based around that. And it was really important back then. So, so people told it to their kids, and they told it, and grandkids, and so on. Mm-hmm. Of all the characters that you've seen, mm-hmm. if one of them were real, if there was a character that you read about that, if you could actually meet that character, does one of them come to mind? I feel like primordial chaos would be interesting to me. <laughs> what is it about primordial chaos that you'd like to hang out with? I don't know if I'd like to hang out with, but... Or meet. It'd be interesting because that's to the Greeks how everything started. And we, we still don't really fully know how everything started. Mm-hmm. It's a mystery. And it'd be interesting to see the Greeks answer to that mystery. And also with Egyptian mythology, there's the same thing. Everything sprung from chaos. Is there anything that you want to talk about today? I got to talk about all the things I wanted to talk about because you asked me the right questions. Uh, I guess that's all. (laughs) All All right, my friend. Thank you so much. I will let you join your folks for dinner. And uh, I look forward to having more of this conversation, both online and off. And I'll see you this weekend. See you this weekend. And I look forward to it as well.